Lauren Cho was a gifted and well-rounded individual to say the least. She was a superior soprano singer, a black belt in taekwondo, a high school music teacher, a piercings apprentice, and an aspiring chef. She decided she wanted to mix things up even more, so she hopped in an old school bus and headed across the country. But months later, she would go missing and turn up dead in the Southern California desert. How or why she died is still a mystery, one that has the police and her family looking to the public for help. Let's see if we can help them out. I'm your host, Michael, and this is Strange and Unexplained. Lauren, or L, as she was known to her friends, was adventurous and outgoing, taking opportunities in high school that would allow her to travel and tour Europe while singing in a choir. It gave her a chance to see the world and experience cultures that she'd never been exposed to before. She fell in love with traveling and adventuring. After graduating high school, she attended Westminster Choir College in New Jersey and earned a degree in music education. This is when she became a high school teacher and piercing apprentice. She loved her jobs, but dreamed of a career-free lifestyle where she could travel the world and work remotely. And from that, her dream of owning a food truck was now in full force. So in December of 2020, at the age of 30, her and her then boyfriend, Cody Oral, left their homes in New Jersey bound for the Joshua Tree region of Southern California and landed in an area known as Bombay Beach, California, living out of Cody's converted van during the trip. They had friends in the area, and Lauren began to work towards her dreams of converting an old school bus into a food truck. She was also known for having a pet parrotlet named Porkchop, which is basically a tiny parrot, who she was absolutely obsessed with. She would ramble on for hours about bird nutrition to anyone in her family still willing to listen. Elle had been invited to stay and work on a compound known as The Hole, that's W-H-O-L-E, in the Yucca Valley area. It was also hosted as an Airbnb, and she would work as a private chef. The compound is owned by Italian-American documentary filmmaker, photographer, and former husband of Olivia Wilde. His name is Tao Raspuli. He, being a skilled flamenco guitar player himself with Spanish style, it's no surprise that the little village is known to attract artists of all types. His Airbnb listing reads as follows, quote, the ultimate writers and thinkers retreat, impeccable attention to detail, a great collection of books, steps away from the stunning shared swimming pool and hot tub at the sea of tranquility, enjoy perfect quiet and solitude, or meet the host who lives in the main house a few hundred yards away. Tal Raspuli's ever-evolving desert compound is located a mile and a half up a dirt road on six acres, adjoining hundreds of acres of government and BLM land. As mentioned, the main house is occupied by the owner. 
but is surrounded by beautifully restored campers, traveling trailers, and even small buses. Respuli is hoping to create a self-sustaining and ever-evolving communal experience that mimics that of the free-loving hippies of the 60s. I'm not going to lie, this place actually sounds pretty cool. House rules state 18 and older only along with a clothing optional guideline for the gorgeous outdoor pool that is open to all guests. The last person to see Elle alive was Cody, and he claims that she stormed off into the desert, suffering from mental distress. She was reported missing three hours later on June 28, 2021 by Cody himself. Now, the average temp in the Yucca Valley area around that time of year would have averaged around 110 degrees Fahrenheit, obviously. Uh, she walked off without her phone, keys, wallet, or any water. Another story had a witness claiming the pair, Cody and Elle, had started drinking early that day and Elle became agitated when Cody wouldn't let her drive his van and so she left, walking off into the arid desert. Cody claimed he then went back into the bus and waited then, after about 10 minutes, he returned and was unable to find her. He says that in that window of 10 minutes, she vanished. An immediate search of the area revealed nothing. She was said to be wearing Doc Martin boots when she walked off, but there were no footprints to follow in the sand. Some accounts have Cody written as an innocent bystander in the case. Then others paint a darker picture, saying his story seemed to shift when talking about the day she went missing. There was no past history of the pair fighting. They were apparently no longer together, though, as a couple, but seemed to be sticking together as friends while they adjusted to their new surroundings. And since he is not listed as a person of interest in the case, very little about him or his history was made public. He also claimed that L had started dating someone else by this time. So the theory that she could have had someone else pick her up after Cody refused to hand over his keys is now a possibility. But then that brings up the question, how another car picked her up without anyone seeing. The compound sits at the end of a dirt road, and there were other guests on the property at the time. If anyone drove up to the compound, someone would have likely seen it. Although, Elle could have hiked out a ways and met someone. We can't rule that out. But again, her and Cody were new to the area. So walking into a random desert and having someone meet you at the exact spot would have been quite difficult. There are very few signs and markers in the area to go by. Now, the first thing that all of us suggest in a missing person case is an aerial search. That seems like the basic place to start. But an aerial search in this case wasn't conducted until a month later. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office also conducted searches of the compound grounds, but again, not until late July. There's no explanation as to why it took so long to finally search the property, but their searches uncovered nothing. And I'm not sure anything that they would have found would have been viable in court, since the compound was never considered a crime scene. There were guests coming and going in the weeks it took to get the search warrant, so any evidence at the scene would have been compromised. And since it took so long, if anyone had been involved in her disappearance, this gave them a huge head start on getting rid of evidence. But finally, after months of searching, on October 9th, about 100 miles outside of Los Angeles, remains of an unidentified woman were discovered, not far from where Elle went missing. 
They were confirmed to be that of Lauren Cho. On October 28th, by the San Bernardino County Coroner's Office, her body was found by officers in rugged but open desert terrain. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office said, quote, the cause and manner of death is pending toxicology results. No further information will be released on this case until the toxicology results are available and new information is discovered as a result, end quote. Elle's case will remain open until her manner of death either resolves the mystery or points us in the direction that an investigation will need to go. It's not considered criminal at this time, but, quote, homicide cannot be ruled out, according to the coroner. Her family says that she was not intoxicated at the time she went missing and that it was a made-up detail. I don't really understand how they could possibly know that, but regardless, they are still seeking the truth about what happened to Lauren. They do not believe she just wandered off and died. Porkchop, her adopted pet Paralette, became sick and passed away shortly after Lauren went missing. We've done a lot of cases lately that have ended badly for people either unexpected of the desert's harshity or unwilling victims of the merciless environment. A person can fall victim in a matter of minutes in the 110 plus degree temperatures if they are unprepared and can die within minutes or hours of exposure or dehydration. But when we examine Elle's story, she doesn't seem to have walked into the desert to linger, but only to allow her emotions to stabilize, according to witness accounts. Why would she have walked so far that she couldn't find her way back? There were guests all around the compound. Why did no one witness her leaving? And why does the story of her intoxication not come out until after her body is found? This case is very recent and still open. No one has been arrested or officially declared a person of interest. The police are hoping that with more public awareness will come more assistance. There's a lot about this case that just doesn't make sense. And I feel in the next few months, we're going to find out a lot more. So we will do our best to keep everyone updated as it unfolds. Lauren's case was brought to life last year with many others. After law enforcement spent extensive resources in the search for a missing woman you may have heard of, Gabby Petito, and her murderer, Brian Laundrie. The same resources were not utilized for Lauren and many other people of color, including that of Daniel Robinson, which we covered a couple weeks ago. What kind of difference would it have made if we had launched the same extensive searches for these two? Could they have been found in time to save their lives? Could this have been prevented? Or are there more sinister things at play behind these cases? Hopefully with the spreading of awareness and a more fair distribution of resources in the future, we can prevent these types of senseless tragedies. Whether Elle was a victim of environment or foul play has yet to be determined, but we will provide an update whenever new information becomes available. Until then, if you know any of information that can help the police in bringing this case to a close, please, contact the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office at 909-884-0156. Again, that's the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office at 
All right, guys, and there you have it. There is the case, or at least what we know so far, of Lauren Cho, or more familiarly known as L. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife, Kristen, and writer of Strange and Unexplained, is here with me again today. Um, we're going to kind of talk about, as, as we usually do at this part of the show, we're just going to talk about what we think. And this is one of those cases where it's completely open-ended. It's almost frustrating to talk mm-hmm. about what you think because there are, there's really nothing other than, other than the shady boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's always a shady boyfriend behind this <laughs> shit. There's always the husband did it or the boyfriend, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, there's a shady boyfriend. And we only say that um, we're not trying to point any fingers, point any fingers at yeah. him yet. But the fact that his story has changed... Um, his explanations have changed already multiple times. He was the last one to see her. He reported her missing. Mm-hmm. And they were having some issues beforehand. Well, I wouldn't say not like issues like Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito issues where mm-hmm. they were abusive or no. so or so we so we thought yeah, at least. Yeah. So we think now, so it far. It seemed like they had just broke up and were like, you know, we, we kind of came but, out here together and right. we only really know each other. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of like, you know, understandably we split up, but we're still kind of hanging close to each other. Right. And as breakups tend to do, though, there's always somebody who's not as happy about it as the other. Yeah. Usually. Very rare are there actual breakups where I think it is mutual. Mm-hmm. Both parties decide, okay, we're we're better apart now or maybe we want different things and you know we're going to split up and still be friends that rarely happens mm-hmm. especially when you move across the country with yeah. somebody it almost seems like maybe they were they just kind of partnered up maybe Lauren knew that she didn't really have a future with this guy but I do know he that was a ticket to get across the country and someone she trusted yeah well they hadn't really been dating for that long even before they left New that's Jersey that's what i'm saying yeah which was kind of, I mean it was kind of weird to me that you would just be like okay let's just up and move all the way across the country away from all of our family you know mm-hmm. kind of isolating each other right like that that was kind of weird i don't know i just find it really hard to believe that this woman just walked off into the desert and me too especially right after they allegedly broke up yeah so he says she's seeing somebody else, this mystery person that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. That's and, very and like, convenient. That didn't even come up until after she disappears. Like, right. it's, it's those kinds of things that makes it suspicious. But the fact that, you know, she, if she did meet someone else, I mean, that person would have to be investigated as well if oh, we absolutely. knew who this person was, yeah. even. Because, I mean, she couldn't have known them that long. I just, I find it suspicious because he's like, oh, yeah, she met someone else. So maybe that person picked her up. And I'm like, well, who is but it? she didn't know this area either. True. Like, they're all new to this. This drives me crazy with people who are like, oh, well, maybe somebody, you know, they tried to say the same shit about the Daniel Robinson case. Well, maybe he was going somewhere. And it's mm-hmm. like, he didn't know the area. If he was going somewhere, he was going on that, going that way. He was going where he was told to go because exactly. he was at work. Or, you know, and her, like, how would she, this was a compound on the right. end of a dirt road. So it's not like they're, and we've been out in California. We see what these little areas look like. Oh, People yeah. want seclusion. That's the point of these of these compounds, of these things out in the desert, is because people don't want to be around other things. So it's like when she walked away from it, it shouldn't have been hard for her to come right back to it. Like right. it was the only thing in the area. And then how would she have directed someone to come pick her up? 
Yeah. Other than to, hey, come to the compound. And then I'm like, if somebody would have drove out to the compound, wouldn't somebody have noticed it? Right, right. You know, another vehicle pulling up. You're in the middle Here's of the, the desert. You're going to see him coming from way far off. Exactly. You know. But also, a compound like that, it's just me being paranoid, I guess, or very suspicious. In, in studying these cases, it's kind of inevitable. Mm -hmm. But a compound like that is perfect if you're trying to find people for... Who knows, human trafficking yeah. or or just another victim or whatever, because they're always drifters. They're always people who are far away from their families and mm -hmm. friends and any connections, right? Any type of uh, consistency. It's not like these people have a job that they have to show up to tomorrow yeah. morning and someone's going to say something if they don't. But the fact that they found Lauren's body already, yeah, that is what brings me back to the boyfriend. That brings me back to a crime of passion. Yeah, like because if it, I mean, if it was somebody who was who wanted Lauren, like as far as human trafficking or something like that, we wouldn't have found her. No, you would not have found her, no, especially not a hundred. What was it? Hundred yards not far away. She wasn't from, even that far away. Where, yeah, and that's what blows me away with the searching for her. How did they not find her if she was Be, that far? Yeah, was she there at the time when they searched for her? You don't never know. We don't know. We don't her know any of yeah. that yet because her of, body could have been taken out there yeah, much, much later. They are not done. And because her disappearance from the resort, uh, like you said, like we said in the uh, in the main part of the episode, the resort was not considered a crime scene. Mm -mm. So someone very well could have killed Lauren at the resort, mm -hmm. kept her body hidden, mm -hmm. and then over the over the cover of night, taken her out into yeah. the desert, which wasn't that far away from. Yeah. They had an, the a month to do it before the police search. That's what so I'm saying. It's, a yeah, month. A month. Yeah. But the compound itself, I did look Here. it up and I look I, I did some research into the owner and everything. Mm -hmm. And his grandfather owned a compound back in like the nineteen sixties and it was like a Woodstock, like open love type yeah. psychedelic encouraged kind of compound. Right. You know, and so his thinking was like he was going to have this same type of deal, but with less of the trouble, less of the like psychedelic drugs. I'm not saying that they don't go on there, but yeah, but you know, he was trying to keep it within reasonable limits, I guess is what you could say. And yeah, I think he was trying to keep his crowd a little yeah. more controlled. So, like, the, the homes are absolutely immaculate, the place is gorgeous, it's not some kind of like backwood charles manson type thing like right, it's, right. it's not like that it's a beautiful compound um the the homes are taken care of there's a groundskeeper there all the time like yeah it's it's pretty legit you know so i'm, I'm not saying so, she it couldn't have been something to do still with the the compound and the organization it's right just, right it's a little less sketchy than the sketchy ex-boyfriend <laughs> yeah for sure and especially since most of the places are advertised on airbnb that's not the kind of press you want if you no. want people to come in and you're trying because you can right, make you some do, decent money off an airbnb yeah from your location exactly you don't yeah. want that to it's be you don't want that to be news yeah absolutely not yeah. and then also you know, with his explanation of, oh, she wandered off without anything and she, you know, was just disoriented. Yep. That makes perfect sense as to finding her body in the open. Because you think, okay, if somebody killed her, then why didn't they, they bury her, her body? Right? Why didn't they yeah. hit? Well, because they want her to be found. Yeah. They want her to, to to seem as if she wandered out there and literally dehydrated and died in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. And that was, that wasn't, that's another thing that makes him sketchy is like, 
Why didn't he mention that they were drinking? Because look, he doesn't mention that they're drinking. It's the the groundskeeper, the maintenance lady that runs the place. Okay. She's like a bystander eyewitness who claims that this one that they were drinking. Well, what does she have to gain from lying? Oh, I'm not saying she, I'm not saying she's I'm just saying okay. it didn't come from him himself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which kind of makes it sketchy. Like, were they drinking? Did Why does she that just make it sketchy? That, I feel like that makes it more believable. Because I feel like he just rode with that story and was like, oh, yeah, we were drinking. Because why? Because it would be more ex- um, more believable for her to have wandered into the desert drunk and dehydrated. and dehydrated and died within hours. Rather than her healthy self walking into the desert yeah. and cooling off for a couple hours and walking her ass right back. Like, well, maybe they were drinking and he's... He could have given her something. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. She could have just observed the behavior and thought, oh, they've already been drinking. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I feel like coming from her, it was an assumption. Possibly. You know? Yeah. Based on behavior. And like you said, she could have just been on something that was given to her Mm -hmm. and appeared that way. Yeah, we can't rule out the fact that, yeah, she could have been given a psychedelic or something and reacted in a weird way and wandered out, lost track of time. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, on psychedelics, it's not weird to forget about eating. Yeah, to just or drinking or just you sit and you just get absorbed in to mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. I mean, if you're outside, the sun feels like nutrients enough. I don't know. It's like it doesn't seem like um, it doesn't. It, it seems like it's very easy that you could forget something like that, especially yeah. if you're not used to being on them and you don't have anybody near you that's like, hey, you need to drink some water. You but need then to- here's, here's the other sketchy thing. The guy specifically says she went missing within a 10-minute window, right? A 10-minute window. Why didn't you go looking for her? Because he was mad at her. Right, according to him, he said that they had gotten into an argument because she wanted okay, to drive his Okay, but how van. fucking long do you wait till you go looking for her? Well, if he stayed inside, and it's 6 I'm just PM playing devil's this, advocate here. It's six right? p.m. when this happens. I'm just saying. Yeah, in the summer, yeah. so you have plenty of hours of daylight yeah. left. But it's that's what I'm saying. The sun is going down. At what point do you? See, he doesn't call police until nine, ten o'clock that night. Yeah, well, so that's when it starts point, really getting dark, though. That's what I'm saying. Shouldn't yeah. you have went out and looked for her before it got dark? She yeah, went probably. into the desert in but, an area and disappeared. But if he stayed at the camper, like I say, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If he stayed at their camper or their bus mm-hmm. inside or whatever, then she could have. he could have just assumed she was somewhere else in the resort. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's a yep. pretty decent-sized yep. resort. She could have been visiting someone else. She could have been... She had a job there where she was a chef. Mm-hmm. She could have been, you know, just getting some cooking done or whatever she could have been hanging out with somebody else spending time with her bird or whatever like i don't know i just feel like if if you're upset with somebody and you know they need space and they need time Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need that in a relationship everybody knows that you need time to just decompress be out with your emotions and maybe that was his explanation you know he's like i'll just give her a few hours to cool off calm down and the next thing you know she doesn't come back Okay, you know? so when do you start looking for her? That's my point. She wasn't far away. Yeah. She wasn't far. If you were looking for her, yeah, you would did, have found her. And we know he didn't go looking for her. We don't he didn't find that. her. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, But we don't know for a fact all that he I know didn't go is, looking no, for her. No, all I know, the reports say that, like, he went back in the trailer, he came back out 10 minutes later, he couldn't find her, mm-hmm. and then three hours later, she's reported missing. So that's the timeline I could find. So yeah. I don't know what his explanation were for the three hours. Like, maybe he was searching for her, 
but again, yeah. like, like I say, three where hours, did you look? Three even, hours is not a crazy time to wait. Even to looking somebody. on the comp- compound, it wouldn't, have t- it wouldn't have took long to be like, hey, is she here? No. Okay. Like, and then there's only so many houses on the compound. Okay? Right, so it's right, not right. huge. It's not right. a village. And there's only so many places she could have been. So it's like, if he walks all around the camp and he checks in still, like, it just, it, I don't know. To me, it's like dark in the desert and you ain't come back yet. I feel like no matter how pissed you are, I'm at least going to walk out there and be like, oh, he's sitting over there on that ride. He's still pissed. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would have checked still. Yeah. It's, it's the middle of the desert. You don't know this area. You right. don't know these fucking people you're surrounded by. I don't, maybe we're just super paranoid people. I don't know. I'm like, I would have, I would have been like, what the fuck? The sun's going down. Like the closer the sun was going, I know it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's light till almost nine, usually after nine. Right. In the late summer, but still like. Yeah. I don't know. He's, the, he's the only thing that makes sense. He, right. Yeah, That's what's it's, tough it's about it. It's very sketch. But then you don't want to like, you don't want to point the finger and be like, oh, he did it. And then we find out, okay, maybe she was drinking and she just got a little disoriented and. But yeah, just, I just feel like that story has spun so many times just, on people that disappear. Right? We get so jaded towards that, but that does happen. Yeah, it, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, oh happen. my god, if when it does happen, then you're like, you feel like an asshole because you're like, oh, this shit is suspicious. But exactly, it's like, but it is. <laughs> yeah, it's highly suspicious, no doubt. I hope we know more about this soon. Um, you know, like we talked about in the main in the body of the episode. Um, there's going to be more coming out on this mm-hmm. case soon. I really do. I think there's enough eyes on it now. Um, but, I mean, what is left to find? They waited a month. Yeah, that's the problem. It's yeah, like, in the even desert, in a find... secluded area. It's not like there were witnesses and neighbors to see yep. people cleaning their carpet or, or yep. doing that. You know what I mean? That, a lot of times that's what catches people, right? Yeah, They're like, oh, yeah. they had their car dry cleaned the same right. day. That was weird. Right. You know, mm-hmm. or, I mean, or detailed. But, and, but whoever it is, if anybody was involved, has now had months. Exactly. Exactly. So even if they go in and they collect I mean, look, shit, her body like, was found in October. We still don't know anything. Yeah. That's eight months ago. Yeah. So they've had so much time now to cover things up. Um, but with that being said, you know, we'll see what, what the toxicology says. says, you know, in the full report. Um, but there was no fi- no sign of, like, as far as, like, beatings. There or, has been, like, as far as... The, have they determined cause of death nope. the men they are haven't even no caused her, because caused they're waiting yet. for the toxicology to come back and it hasn't and they taking their time on they, that yeah they fucking are they are dragging their feet on yeah that. i searched it as of this morning we have no no response on what the toxicology says well shit yeah all right well if anything comes up guys of course we will do our best to keep you guys updated um, on this case in the future we do plenty of these missing persons cases and mm-hmm. you know we'll have plenty of opportunities to bring these up um, unfortunately this week there's no Lauren synopsis, so you're kind of stuck with our theories and what we think. <laughs> Lauren was unable to do a synopsis this week, but that's okay. I guess we'll let him slide this week. I guess. But I really going to miss playing that theme song. Slacker. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Make it the outro. <laughs> right. <laughs> but guys, I want to thank you for listening and, um, I hope you enjoyed at least learning about this case, uh, being informed about this. And as always, all of our sources that we used, Uh, to research this case are right below the description of this episode, as well as links to our Patreon and everything True Crime Guys Productions. 
If you guys love what we're doing here at True Crime Guys, please consider checking out patreon.com slash truecrimeguys, where for just five bucks a month, you guys can get access to everything we create at TCG Productions, including early releases of this very show, Strange and Unexplained. You'll get it every Thursday, right after the Wednesday TCG release. So, instead of Monday. And then, of course, on Monday on Patreon, you'll still get something. You get Strange Shorts, right? With me and Andy. So, again, that's patreon.com slash guys for everything TCG. You can also check out truecrimeguys.com. And if you're on the desktop site on the right column, there is a link that you can click under pages that says Patch of the Month. And you can order a very limited edition patch. Right now we have the Let's Go Do Cult Shit patches available with caricatures of me and Lauren. Um, that design is available right now for purchase for 15 bucks shipped. We don't care where you live. Again, that's truecrimeguys.com. Guys, go check those out. Once they're sold out, they're sold out forever. And then we will move on to another design. All right, you can also go check out on Spotify. You can check out our True Crime Guys killer mixtape albums. We have two albums compiled of the intro songs for True Crime Guys episodes that you can listen to right now on Spotify. Add them to your playlist, and you can jam to some True Crime Guys tunes. All right? All right, guys, that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll see you next week with Sandu Stories on Patreon, and me and Andy will be here on the free platform with Strange Shorts. All right? So until next time, guys, be strange. Just don't be strangers. You hush your mouth, boy.